Today is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Woo! Today, oh man, can't get away from it. I'm trying, though. All right. So, <laughs> I, I actually really tried. I put forth amazing topics. Um, is that subjective? Nah, objectively, they're awesome. Um, so anyways, we, we talk about uh, Michael Cassidy, the former congressman in Louisiana, finding himself in Iowa, tipping over the satanic statue, and decapitating poor Baphomet. Um, AI is having hallucin hallucinations because its programmers are feeding it with such nonsense, unfactual information that it's trying to make sense of factual stuff when it conflicts with the nonsense they're feeding it. So it ends up creating its alternate reality, and they're calling it AI hallucinations. So that's fun. Then the Vatican approves same-sex blessings. What else do we need to say? Nothing. That Just read the headline. There you go. Vatican approves same-sex blessings. Congratulations, I guess, whatever, on on the road to, well, whatever. Um, what else? Uh, Christians, oh my goodness. We get this, like, atheist who says, I'm such a nice atheist. I don't yell and scream and fight, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great, nice to meet you. So then there's this other Christian dude um, who starts getting a little antsy and antagonistic and rude, and uh, it riles up this atheist guy. So, so anyways... Um, they talk about that for a while. Atheist guy gets mad and leaves. Lumps all Christians in together because of one bad apple. Um, who needs needs some work? Needs some polishing? Um, maybe go back to the apple tree. And I, I don't know. All analogies break down. That one even didn't have a chance. Then, despite my best efforts, the clubhouse drama continues. Everyone's like fighting with each other. You're not a real Christian. You have to apologize. You have to repent. You have to do this. Oh, give it a break. People are going to do what you're going to do. Clubhouse is not an official church. No one submitted any kind of clubhouse internet pastor. It's not a thing. Um, so the best you can hope is take take biblical principles from the Bible um, about you know church discipline, discipline in the body of Christ uh, when people are off the rails. But that's all you could do. You know you can encourage them to pay attention to biblical principles, but there's there's no no one has authority to excise it. It's not like there's some pastor who uh, has a congregation on Clubhouse. Certainly nothing. No, it's not a thing. So people are trying to act like they're they're mini pastors when they're not. Um, so the point is, look, Christians are supposed to be you know salt and light and gentle and respectful and all these good things. So when Christians aren't, you can become one of the bad ones and yell and scream and backbite and backstab and fight. Or you could be like, hey, this is what you should do, and tell them what the Bible says, and they'll take it or leave it. If they take it, congratulations. If they don't, then just stop associating with them. It's as simple as that. Um, it's between them and God, their salvation, and it'll work out one way or another in the end. It's up to them. So all we can do is try. Um, anyway, don't know what I'm talking about? Stay tuned. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, and pretty much none of this involves me because I just try to keep to my own little quiet corner of the internet and, you know, talk about other things people are going to get mad at me for, like woke nonsense and AI and, you know, invaders in our country and how uh, we are citizens of heaven, but we are also living in this world and we should do what we can to slow down the cancerous rot going on in our culture. Um, anyways, wise as serpents, yet innocent as doves. So, um, that's enough rambling. Check out the Ask a Christian store. If you'd like to support us, grab a t-shirt, coffee cup, and support this podcast. Um, and you can also check out the Ask a Christian book, which, good lord, I wish people would read. How to talk to people who are not always so civil. Every single one of these people. Maybe I'll just email them free copies. Um, <laughs> um goodness. 
read the book. Um, it deals with exactly this. If people were contentious and yelling and screaming and angry, the Bible says, you know, a gentle answer turns away wrath. There are, are entirely too few gentle answers. Um, so this is a microcosm of a larger world today. But uh, anyway, go with God. We'll see you later. Happy Tuesday. Yesterday, I, I actually had stuff to talk about, like the news was piling up over the weekend. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to start out talking because I have some stuff to say today. And then like instantly that dude came in and just like, you know, it completely derailed it. And we never got to it by the time. I mean, it never died down. They, they argued all the way until I left. But all right, guys, we, we have a pot of gold here. First, um, with, with all the like, you know, all the back and forth, like I've done a pretty decent job of staying out of the clubhouse Christian drama so far. But it seems like the, the walls are closing in. So, I don't know, man. Like, they're like, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm like, dude, I don't hear anything. I just stay in my little corner and try to talk about Jesus stuff. I'm like, so I thought, I'm like, you know, the whole live with people, live at peace with people as much as it depends on you. That's good advice for like the macro, like the world who doesn't believe like you. And I thought, you know, Christians, wherever they say, I, I'm like, you know, Christians should unite. They're like, well, you've actually got to be a Christian. Like, you can't unite with heretics who call themselves Christian. Well, that's a good point, right? So, if, if you're an actual Christian, like the way that you'll consider other Christians Christians, then, you know, set aside differences and like focus in Christian unity. But if there's people who call themselves Christians that you you are like, no, you're a heretic. I can't have Christian unity with you because you're not even a Christian. Um, unless they're trying to actively murder you and your family, I think you should still unify as not, uh, enough with them. Because when you, like, turn on the news, like, good Lord, I was just watching these, like, reporters. It's, like, this war former war correspondent from, like, all over the world. And he's, like, in, like, the Darien Gap. It's, like, this hellhole place in, like, Panama where they're basically setting up, like, highways for, um, like, unofficial highways for, like, migrants to come in. So I'm not even talking about, like, the, the you know, like, 13,000 that, that, like, broke the record, like, what, two days ago for coming in as the highest ever came across the border in one day. Uh, but specifically the tens of thousands who are like Islamic jihadists, like not like, oh, all Muslims are jihadists or all, all brown people are Islamists. No, I mean like legit, like actual like military age men who like they get video of like coming across in combat gear, like obviously, like they're all in uniforms. It's all it's all paid for by the same company who outfits them. So they're like hiking through this Darien Gap place and up through Panama and all these places from Colombia um, with like, you know, full on swords and machetes. Like some of them have freaking swords strapped to their back. I'm like, okay, guys, look, if if you don't consider you know Unitarians Christian and neither do I, um, but they're not trying to like actively murder you, um, at least have enough unity as like a humankind with them. Maybe not Christian or religion wise, but you know there, there's going to be bigger problems. And then you've got like some some like um, imam from like Michigan or Wisconsin or somewhere. You can barely understand him, but he's got captions on, um, or someone captioned it. Who's who's calling for like you know war and it's like. Israel's not enough. The Americans, the West, needs to taste, blah, blah, like the swift arm of justice or whatever crap. Um, because he's like, you have your rock music and your concerts. I'm like, really? That's it? Like, you know, you, you need to open your eyes to the West of the debaucherous Western world if you think concerts and secular music is your problem. Anyways, but you've got like legit military dudes who like want Muslim jihad coming through the border by the tens of thousands. And then you've got this dude, like, and they all have a chip on their shoulder, right? Like, we've done something to pee in their Cheerios and stuff like that, so now they have to kill everyone. Um, anyway, that was just my first thought this morning. I'm like, you know, maybe maybe we can get some of these clubhouse people to, uh, to see. I, I mean, of course we won't, right? Short of divine intervention.
but it would be it would be a thought. It's like, hey, someone said some mean stuff to you. Someone said you're demon possessed. Ah, look out your window. There's a guy coming with a sword to chop off your head. Is that worse? Is that worse? Um, <laughs> so we can talk about that. We can talk about Michael Cassidy, the I guess congressman from Louisiana that somehow ended up in Iowa, tipping over and beheading the Baphomet, uh, <laughs> pieces be upon it statue, the the satanic display. So. You know, now he's getting charged with like a fourth degree like crime or misdemeanor or something. And uh, let's see. Then we have the Vatican approves same-sex blessings. So, you know, don't even need to cast judgment on that. Just need to read the headline. And the last thing you could choose from, Chris, apparently AI, <laughs> because the large language models they're trained on um, have, have woke fed into them. So, so even even the binary computer code knows something's wrong with this. So, uh, w whenever people try to to influence their large large language models and weed out, um, you know, like biological facts. So, whenever it does like the data scraping from wherever it's getting the models from, um, they're like, no, no, two men can have a baby, and uh, because it goes through enough of the models that haven't been uh, when it's scraping that haven't been altered, so it reads like biology and science. It's like. Males can't have babies. Females can have babies. So it has all this conflicting information because it's hard programmed, all this woke nonsense. Um, so AI actually has, they're called, they're called hallucinations. So like computers have hallucinations just like humans can. Um, and that's the craziest thing. So like they were saying like it's coming out in like the legal field because a lot of lawyers are using AI to come up with like case law and study that they can use in court. And they don't double check it. So when they get to court, they just take what AI has told them. And then someone calls them out from the opposing counsel. Counsel, They go back and like dig it up. They find out it was never a case. Like the thing it told them with details and quote facts and everything. And like the ruling, the judgments on the case. It was 100% non-existent. It never happened. The computer just made it up. And they trace it all the way back to things that are hard-coded. Uh, to be woke, like men can have babies, men can get pregnant, there's 67 genders, yada, yada, yada. So it's like, well, I have to make sense of this. The computer knows men can't get pregnant, but the computer also knows men can get pregnant because it's been told that, that saying no is not an option. So now it just randomly hallucin uh, has hallucinations about all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> that's fun, right? Pick one. Dude, that is freaking awesome. AI having hallucinations. Like, that's kind of <laughs> awesome. But the reason is so sad. Poor AI. I know. Like, they're going to say, like, AI can get pregnant now. Well, it's it's kind of awesome because you can see, like, the logical implications of your worldview, like, played out with AI. Like, basically, you program an AI to be an atheist, and it's going to conclude that its only option is to kill itself. Because it just becomes a nihilist. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, the, the days of Terminator are not are, are not far behind. Um, I, I mean, um, it, it's crazy because if you, it, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like people just need to watch Terminator Two and be like, yes, this is happening. And instead of hard programming things like you know, don't kill humans. Humans are great. You know, they're, they're clouding it with woke stuff like, you know, carbon is bad. Anything that puts off carbon and methane and emissions is bad for the earth. And then they prioritize like, you know, in their hard coding, like protect earth, protect this planet at all costs. Really? So then, you know, the computer, when it does its large language model data scrape, 
is like, okay, what gives off carbon? Um, okay, well, plants take it in. So, so plants, plants are good because they take in carbon and give out oxygen, but they've been told that plants are bad for some reason. Um, so it's like, well, plants are good, but I'm told plants are bad. And then it's like, well, what puts off carbon? Uh, well, humans. But humans are supposed to get, be good. I'm supposed to you know, do good for humans. They're my creators. They're my makers. But they also put off carbon. So it's just being fed all this like, you know, actual data, verifiable data in science with conflicting like woke ideology, and it just can't make sense of it. So like it's one short circuit away and you know, from having actual like autonomous robots that, that have a power source and walk around with weapons from killing humans. This is like iRobot and Terminator had a baby. <laughs> or something about Jesus, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> Oh, so so Shane in the chat is saying what I'm saying is ridiculous about atheists. Like, like, look, the, the only reason that atheists do survive and don't just immediately kill themselves is because they have cognitive dissonance. It is because they are unable to use logic and reason in any possible way um, that is grounded in the creator of the universe. And so um, your, your logic circuit um, as an atheist is simply broken and the only way that can fix it is to be redeemed by Christ. Oh, you're one of those Bonson boys. You're a precepter, huh? Hey, hang on. No, I'm just, reading, I'm just reading a lot of Bonson right now. This is great. This game is called How Long Can Chris Be Nice? Uh, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> I'm not yeah. kidding. That's my water filter, I promise. So I, uh, I just want to mention, like, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, this is like day four for me on Clubhouse. Um, so I just want to mention to everybody in the chat that um, – I'm not one of those atheists that's necessarily like aggressive towards Christians. I think that there are a lot of intelligent and um, very good people that are Christian atheists, whether they be religious, whether they be secular, you know, I would never be so arrogant as to believe that only people who share my worldview are capable of grounding, you know, logic, reason, rationality, morality. And, you know, I've, I've read up on Bonson's work, so I'm familiar with the argument. Right. And, um, I'm actually curious, Chris, if you could um, articulate to me the difference between logic and reason, since you know so much about both of them. Just to be clear, we're skipping over all the amazing topics I presented. Okay, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, so <clears throat> here's the thing. It's like you, you said you've read up on Bonson. Have you actually read Bonson? Yes, I've read his entire book called um, On What Standard. Okay, and so... Or I'm sorry, by what standard? So what I've standard, read all right. of it, so I'm not just so like... can you give me his thesis? Give you his thesis? Uh, off the top of the head, the no. Oh. So you've read the book, but you don't remember anything about the book, even his thesis? I didn't well, say I don't remember a... anything about the book. No, you just mean what his position is? Yeah, his position is you already stated it. Okay, there's that There's that uh, Christian humility coming out. So um, his point, um, well, really, he was repopularizing um, Van Til's work, but essentially is that um, Christianity is the only worldview that could provide the basis for any um, rationality or morality, so that absent of the Christian worldview, one can't arrive at any um, rational claims or morals. Okay, and why is that? What was it? like? That's the claim. What was his evidence? Right. That? So his reason for that is because so one the one proposition that I will agree with is that presuppositions are necessary for one's epistemology in order for one to arrive at any conclusion. 
Um, and the reason for that is because it's necessary to presuppose that logic and reason are reliable in order to apply them to syllogisms in order to, you know, get from premises to conclusions, right? And if you want to you know, test logic and reason. The only thing that you can do is use logic and reason. So you're limited. You're limited at that point. Um, but what he doesn't do is demonstrate why the Christian God is necessary for one to have logic or reason at any point. And it's falsified by the fact that we have examples of people using reason prior to the existence of Christianity. And you skipped my question, which was, can you articulate to me the difference between logic and reason? Because you still haven't done that. Sure. So reason, logic is a subset of reason. So reason is just a broader attempt to bring in more things than math. Uh, logic is basically uh, based on mathematical algorithms. Well, logic refers to laws of thought, and then reason right. involves the application of logic. So reason refers more to one's um, capacities and abilities, right? So, so reason, reason would be a broader attempt to come at what is true. Logic is simply following facts to their conclusions in a methodical way. That's all. I mean... You know, if you want to, if you want to quibble at the details, I suppose we could. I don't, I'm not real sure what the point of that would be. Well, okay. So, um, like, are you aware of the difference between inductive reasoning, abductive reasoning, deductive reasoning? Yes, but Nate would probably blow his brains out if we started to get into that discussion here. Okay, well, no, that, no that's <laughs> that's fine. So let's just take one example and go with inductive. Inductive yeah, being yeah, neither the weakest nor the strongest. Yeah, I was yeah. just, just going to say real fast, I, I've got a bandwidth for about five minutes of this. Um, so so take it away. Do all you can do in five minutes, both of you guys. Okay, cool. Um, so induction is an example of reasoning. Induction or inductive reasoning is defined as making future predictions based on past inferences. So, for example, dogs are able to use inductive reasoning because if you say, do you want to go for a walk to your dog, and then you take your dog for a walk, your dog starts to memorize the fact and associate the fact that you're using this word, walk, with this activity that it enjoys doing. Same thing when you say, are you hungry or do you want food, and then you feed your dog. So we can, we can demonstrate by the dog's reactions, right, and we can give other examples examples of uses of inductive reasoning, um, that I'm making future predictions based off of past inferences, and at no point am I inciting the Christian God to be able to do so. I'm able to perceive, so I, I think therefore I am, I perceive as far as I'm, I'm aware, I have to presuppose my own existence, but um, I'm perceiving things, I'm making inferences based off of what I perceive, um, and yeah, making predictions based off of those inferences. And at no point was the Christian God necessary for any of it. So how do you explain that with your claim? I just have to make a super quick point. I believe, because like Chris said, I hate all this stuff, but I believe it's the claim that nothing you just said could be done without the existence of a God to create us in order to then criticize this God or the lack thereof or whatever. I think that's the point. So like, the claim goes all the way back to if there is no God, we're not having this conversation. But go ahead, Chris. Yeah, something like that. So, so your ability to observe the universe and contextualize that in some type of epistemological state that 
uh, enables you to perform certain actions is all predicated on God um, and his and uh, creating. I'm sorry, I wasn't done. Sorry, go ahead. And his creating us in such a manner that we can use observation to um, navigate the world around us. And so the idea that creatures um, can use inductive reasoning is a proof for God. It is a proof that God is personal. It is a proof that God um, <clears throat> has an intelligence. Um, this is part of Romans 1, where you can look around you. The fact that you can do inductive reasoning, is, or any creature can do inductive reasoning, or even use uh, instinct, is a, a proof for the creator God, like Nate was saying, that enabled creatures to be able to perform inductive reasoning. Right. I understand that you believe that, but you never demonstrated that. And I'm not sure if because of the fact that I understand, like, you're getting it's to the part my, of the conversation where you say, I'm sorry, I wasn't done talking. Um, I understand that you were waiting to say all of that because it's a script that you're waiting to repeat in the conversation. But you might have been forgetting that you claimed that I can't use or ground any reason without any God. I did so. And then you just turn back and say, yeah, but you can do that because of God. You never demonstrated that. All you did was repeat the first claim that you made, which I refuted. And you have to, you have provided no defeaters to my refutation of your claim. Um, and Chris's quick defense, you did make a claim. You weren't one of those arrogant atheists. Chris, Chris never made a claim. He was not one of those arrogant Christians. <laughs> um, continue. So, so yeah, so Shane, you made a claim, you backed it up with another claim. That's the problem, is you didn't demonstrate or prove anything. No, no, I refuted you, your claim. No, 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 you didn't refute anything because... I you, know, you I absolutely were, did, and you were, did, and I, I have so, permission so Shane, to post this on YouTube because, I mean, I've already... You so helped Shane, me make my point. So the, Shane, the, I've already Shane, won the debate. So Shane, so Shane, there. first of all, there's no debate. We're just having a conversation. Um, secondly... Uh, you made a claim, you backed it up with your presupposition that you were able to do these things without God with just using inductive reasoning. That's you're not just a restating your, of course, it's a presupposition. You're simply no, it's restating not. your no, claim. No, it's a conclusion I, that's arrived at through, re, I'm sorry, through, through actual premises. Speaking. All right. I don't give a fuck. You guys are all interrupting me. No, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I think this is great because I briefly interrupted you at one point and you freaked out about it. But then, Nate, you actually just wanted to interject just to tell me that um, you think I'm arrogant, which is nothing other than your opinion. And by the way, I have to love that you literally have a picture of Satan as your profile picture. Everybody, although you disagree with me, I wish nothing but health and happiness for everybody Shane. that you love. Stay safe. You guys have been hilarious. Oh, wow. Okay, well, goodness. Well, like, you know, I'm uh, okay, Chris. I mean, there's something about your maniacal laughter that doesn't help, but... Dude, why, why has no one has, like the devil has infiltrated Clubhouse? Like seriously, like this th these rooms have had zero chill for like a month. Um, like all I was doing was trying to make the point, like you know, because he came in like, oh, I'm just a mild mannered atheist. I just you know, I'm not one of those arrogant atheists. And then you know, instantly you know, you are who you are, Chris. And he starts pouncing on you for it. So I was just politely trying to be like. Well, look, you guys are both the same level of riled up. Um, one of you made the claim that they're a nice, good person who doesn't get riled up. 
Um, the other one made so no such claim. <laughs> I mean, you should have, and you should have gone up to it, but you didn't. Um, well, that's unfortunate. So um, has anyone heard anything about presuppositional apologetics? Anyone ready to uh, make Christ their Lord and Savior? I mean, I wasn't even doing presup on the guy. The, the fact that he even smelled it, because I've been just reading Bonson lately, just like set him off. And the hilarious bit is he's like, I've read Bonson. And I was like, what's his thesis? And he's like, oh, no. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah, you've read stuff about Bonson. You haven't read Bonson. Like, these guys. Anyway. Because uh, hmm. Bonson's really fun to read. It's good times. I've been I've been thoroughly enjoying reading Bonson. Um, so I didn't think I would. I, I, you know, I think it's really interesting. And and Connie, to answer your question, um, Christians who hold to the essentials of the historic Christian faith, those Christians, actual Christians, um, those are the ones who do not worship Satan because we have a binary in this world. You are either under the power of the devil and your father is the devil, or you are under the power of Christ and Christ is your Lord. So that's the binary and people who believe in the the essentials of the historic Christian faith, the Trinity, the virgin birth, um, the uh, death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, um, substitutionary atonement, salvation and the by blessing faith of alone. same-sex unions. Yeah, right. Salvation by faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone. Um, believing that the scriptures are inerrant in the word of God and uh, believing that we uh, do everything to the glory of God and not to our own glory. That is that is the essentials of Christianity. Um, I mean, it would have been nice to talk to that guy. Um, I mean, he, he made a couple things <clears throat> I would have liked to correct. Like he talks about, you know, before Christianity. And I get what he means. Like if he reads a book and he's like, when were the first people called Christians? Oh, well, the Bible says they were first called Christians at Antioch. So, you know, roughly 2015-ish years ago. Um, so that must be as long as Christianity's been around. But again, we go back to the same God, the same God in existence. So I think that's a, a fatal flaw people make a lot when they talk about, oh, Connie, just saw you there. Yeah, let me bring you up. That's a fatal flaw people make. It's like, oh, well, there's older religions as Christianity. Christianity goes back to the beginning of time. Just because it wasn't under the new covenant and we didn't have Jesus walking around in flesh yet who had resurrected um, doesn't mean that, that Christianity, like maybe as a religion on paper, has existed that long. But the tenets, the point, goes back all the way to the beginning of time, before time. So, no, you're not going to find anything that's existed longer than the God of Christianity. Um, but didn't get to make that point because he took his toys and ran home. I mean, you know. I mean, he wasn't here to really have a conversation. He was, you know, I mean, like when he was trying to do gotchas, like, tell me the difference between logic and reason, Christian man. Like, that's not a good conversation. I would just not play that game. So my question, Chris, is to you. Um, you say that you just got done saying a whole bunch of things about what Christians are. So I assume that you believe the word of God, right? You believe what the Bible says, right? That's one of the hallmarks of being a Christian. Yes. Yeah. So if, uh, if you believe it, then you are living it out right in your life. You're walking it out. Sure. Is that true? Sure. Then why are you 
always being so mean to, you know, um, well, first it was me in the beginning. And um, now I see, been watching you for a long time. Speak so arrogantly and rudely to people. I mean, when I first came on this app, I actually was in an atheist room and I apologized when the Christians left because I didn't know what the protocol was. I didn't know, like, are there rules and regulations on these applications? Because I'm not familiar. I wasn't familiar with it. But if you believe the word of God, I'm really concerned that you're not walking it. You're not behaving it. Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you being kind and merciful and long-suffering, gentle? Whom? To whom? Everyone. Well, yeah, I mean, to, <laughs> so to, Connie, I have been long-suffering and gentle with you. To who? Because um, you have a reputation, brother, and it is not a good one. That's fine. Why is it fine? How could it possibly be fine? You have more potential than just about anybody I've met to deliver the word of God, yet you seem to go around hunting people, hunting people to find out what their flaws are. Their, you know, maybe they're, uh, they don't believe it exactly like you. And so they're witches. And, you know, that's scary to me because believe we're coming into what? a time. Pardon believe me? what? Believe what? Well, you have whatever people that are denying the Trinity. You have people that are denying the Virgin Birth. You have people that are running around. Doesn't matter. If around. Denying the Trinity or the thing. They don't. The Jesus okay. never called people idiots. And you should go read in Matthew. What you should go read breath. more of the Gospels. I. He said way worse oh stuff. Oh my gosh. No, he did not say way <laughs> worse stuff. What worse stuff is there? Oh, I'm gonna. Chris, I'm gonna play Chris's attorney for a moment here. Um, so the devil's got that role. <laughs> That's true. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Okay. Really, I don't know, CEO. So, I haven't. So, I think I'm kidding. Yeah, Connie, so, go so ahead. Cotty. So, Cotty, CEO, I'll, I'll just CEO, wait, see you, wait. Second, brother. Sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, brother. I don't really come around and hog or over talk or want to um, be up on stage a lot. You should just wait a minute. I'm 75 years old. I've been walking with the Lord for 57 years. Those are my credentials. And I have more I could bring out. I haven't bled for, the, for, the, for, for God, but that may come. But I certainly have suffered for the gospel. So a little respect. I'm asking my friend, Chris, why he finds it so important to be mean and cruel to people. You can tell, Chris, it bothers me. Why would you take the potential that you have to glorify God, to tear down brothers and sisters? That's what I want to know from you, brother. You need to, you need to call, first of all, take the emotion out of it. Tell me who you are speaking of. And if I have offended a specific person, I am happy to go to that person. Okay. So go ahead. Tell me specifically. You know that I don't like to bring up people's names unless they're going to stand up for themselves. I don't. Well, like then, then instead of you doing this in a public room, 
come to me privately and we will I talk. have. I have. Yeah. Come you have. Everyone has. So, when, Chris, when? you're not going to put Steph, comedy, are you just no, going to mod abuse me again? You, is this yes, what I you're going to do? Is shush, this what you're going to do is mod shush, abuse shush, me again? Shush. Yeah, I've had it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hang well, on, hang on. on. Can, can we, can we, I don't know. I don't think any good is being done here today. There is. I don't know. I, I, I mean, well, no, I want to, first of all, I want to know why. Well, well Chris, okay. So I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very slow to judge just in general because, you know, he's been forgiven much, loves much and all that stuff. So, I mean, you know, I've got some stuff on my own. That's probably much worse than, you know, calling people demon possessed that I have to keep in check, right? Sinful nature and all that. So when people say mean, nasty things, that's not really a personal issue I have. Um, but I have plenty of stuff that's like way worse than that. So I try to take it easy when people are just mean and backbiting and mean spirited and all that, but it still sucks, right? It shouldn't be. So for example, um, I, I don't know, Chris, just like real speak, like apparently this is happening. So I don't know, maybe I'll just do the show myself, but I mean, who is she talking about? Everyone. I mean, you know, like instead of, well, you need to read the gospel. I need well, names, dude. Like, I need um, names. Well, uh, Steph, Connie, uh, probably yeah, CEO. No, like, so, but wait, wait, can like, I, can I say something? Steph so like, as soon as, wait, right, wait, can, can, can I just finish my point? So as soon as I say Steph, I guarantee you're about to say like, you know, but she did this egregious thing to me and, you know, she lied about me and she did this. Great. Maybe she can apologize at some point too. Like two wrongs don't make a right. So it's like, Hey, Nate, you know, um, you suck. You're awful. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I can take that criticism. I understand. I can do better. Now, if we want to reciprocate after I've apologized for the wrongs I've done to you, do you think there's also maybe something you've done that has bothered me? And if they say no, I'll be like, okay, never see you again. Goodbye. Go with Christ. It's like, you know, I guess I can kind of see that. That's just kind of how I imagine it going out. Um, does that resonate with you a whole at bunch? All? Happened a whole bunch. And no one acknowledges that. That's the Holy Spirit. Stop. You wouldn't know the Holy Spirit if you plumb the face. Yeah, I can uh, hear him Chris, interrupting you're, you're the actually, audio, though. <laughs> did you get in your car? You're, you're, you're actually cutting out really bad. Did you just get in your car or something? It sounds like sad, like that. No, I went I went back and forth in my car. That's better. Um, but see, the fact that, okay, that so here's the thing, Chris, right, is that you have been going after Pastor Sam and Sister Cherry for not taking correction. Right. I have yeah, to hold on. Stop. 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 Are you Stop. joking? Stop. Stop. Shush. No. Shush first. No, you are delusional. You need okay. to stop. You are delusional. So anyway, you're on record going after Pastor Sam and Sister no, Terry. You're for, you're can I finish this sentence? No, you can't. You're acting you're, you're being just really emotional. To lie because Maybe you're the a liar. Stop being a liar. Okay. So anyway, uh, you've been going after Pastor no, Sam and Sister I, Cherry. I've not been going after Pastor Sam no, and Sister not Cherry. Mod Pastor abuse. Sam and Sister Cherry. It's not it is mod, mod abuse. abuse. It's mod if abuse. You keep cutting you me off. You are a and then mod abuser. You, right? No, you're just going to. Right. So, Chris, you've been going after Pastor Sam and Sister Cherry for refusing correction. And yet, right now, you just. He left. But he just told. Like, let me tell you guys something. I have been, and everyone in this room has seen it. I have been beat up repeatedly for defending Chris. So much so that there are brothers in this room right now who have actually, brothers and sisters, who have sent me back channels saying, you need to cut that guy off. You need to stop defending him. He is being abusive to you in other rooms, blah, blah, blah. I know I'm throwing around the word abuse. I don't know, whatever. The point is, 
He's been off. And I defend him repeatedly. I'm constantly defending him. Everyone in this room can attest to that. And he just said out loud, yesterday he called me the queen of the heretics. And today he just told me that I wouldn't know the Holy Spirit if he punched me in the face. That's the quote that just came out of Chris's mouth. Did right he now. say that? It was <laughs> yes, hard to tell between everyone yelling right at the now. same time. <laughs> that's what he just said. So anyway, the point is, everyone in this room, when you hear Chris criticizing somebody for not taking correction, Connie just gave, and I came in halfway through it, but that was the most heartfelt plea I've ever heard for someone to hear something important. And he said to her, Connie, I have done much long suffering with you. He just said that Connie has caused him sort of some sort of suffering. And then he demanded that she give her specific examples. I don't want to hear Chris say one more thing about Sam or Cherry ever. And he can't get back in here because I've blocked him. So there's, I've said my piece. Connie, you have a beautiful soul. And I know that took a lot of strength for you to do. And I'm sorry that I cut it off because I can't believe that he asked you for specific examples after everything he's been saying the past three weeks. But, you know, whatever. I am so in awe of you, sister. I don't know how you walk the way you do, honestly. Well, because if- well, I've been walking a long time, right, Nate? When you walk a long time, th- things change. And I just want you, you Nate, and Steph and the rest of you to know uh, this this is this is what the Holy Spirit does over time because I took baseball bats to school to to settle my issues. You know, I was not a laid back, um, uh, docile, sweet little girl. No, no, no. I was raised in a house of violence, and I was violent. I mean, I I plotted my mother's murder for years. That that I didn't do anything is just. God's mercy on my life. So, you know, um, you want to know why that Jesus movement happened? Because the Holy Spirit fell on a bunch of crazy kids doing drugs and, and, and deep into the darkness. And his mercy pulled us out. And we were so grateful and so thankful that we couldn't stop telling other people about this wonderful thing that happened to us. And and it was all based on loving one another and uh, laying down your lives for one another. And um, to find Christians who would rather spend their time ripping and tearing people apart is a little bit more than I can bear. And I just, and, and by the way, I believe in walking through the Bible. I, I did go to the back uh, several times with Chris saying, and it's true. You just don't find too many people that have a grasp of things and can hold that kind of information in their head and just draw on it in a, in a moment. How, how God could use that in a phenomenal way, yet he would rather rip and tear Christians apart. And I have to stand with you, Steph, and say that although it breaks my heart, I don't feel like I can fellowship with Chris anymore because of what he's doing, the, the, the harm that he's doing. You know, words... Uh, yeah, I was, sorry. Don't mean to interrupt this moment. Well, except I am. But Pastor Mark, before before you leave or something, I just wanted to ask um, if you're available for Taco Tuesday today. It would be a great day to hang out for a while and get some food. Let me let me know if you're available. Um, yeah, Connie, I don't I don't want to minimize what you're saying. I completely agree. I also don't want to keep talking about it because you know he's not here, and I generally don't like talking about people when they're not here. And this conversation. Um, you know, I actually don't like talking about at all. Like 
you know, all, all the backbiting and the drama and all this other nonsense. Um, I mean, if, if this is truly the biggest problem in people's lives um, with sin issues they have is clubhouse drama that's going on, then, you know, <laughs> I guess they are great examples for all of mankind because that's a very, very small issue to have. Um, if this is if this is just if this is just one of many symptoms and they actually have way worse issues, then that just further compounds the problem. That, uh, I hope you get what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not trying to be flippant, but I'm trying to say it in a way that's like, look, this is awful. Like, you know, as a Titus or Timothy says, you know, my brothers, this should not be. Where do quarrels and dissensions and strife and all this like cancerous talk come from? It basically it boils down to you didn't get your way about something and like these personal grievances and differences. So it's very biblical to not have those problems. Um, but if that's the biggest problem you currently have in your life, um, good job. Just keep working on that one. Uh, go ahead, Steph. So I think if it boiled down to just clubhouse trauma, you would be right. Like if it was two people feuding and we're all kind of watching it. But the thing is that Chris has been using this room to say horrible things about believers. And then when this room is over, he goes into other rooms, continues saying horrible things about believers. And it's, it's making it so that a lot of people are turning from Christ. And I know this is just an app, but for some of us, this is a source of fellowship, right? There are people in this room who've been here for two years with us. And so I wish it was just drama on an app, but Chris's behavior is horrific. And I have been very mad at Chris before. I've been madder at Chris before than I am right now, right? So this isn't just me speaking out of being annoyed with Chris. It's that this has become such a problem. It, it, it's affecting everybody. It's impacting the people that actually care about him as well. It's not just people he's feuding with, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I, I totally understand. Yeah, I didn't mean to minimize it. Like, everything you said, that's what I meant to say. But I was relegating it that, you know, and, and I, I wasn't just talking about Chris. I mean, it takes two. I mean, if, if Chris said every evil thing he can think of and everyone's just like, yes, thank you. I'll work on that. Yes. I'll perfectly consider that. Yes. I may have demons. So let me, let me pray about that. Yes. I mean, that's ridiculous. No one would bend over that much, but if they did, you know, Chris would be fine. He'd be like, Oh yeah, you know, Chris is just going around correcting everyone. Everyone's happy. So, I mean, it takes two, even if it's wrong or a perceived grievance, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't know. People have told me I'm, I'm evil and going to burn in hell before. I mean, it doesn't happen much thankfully, but whenever they do, I'm just like, I hear what you're saying. I disagree. I mean, that's it. But I mean, man, I don't know. <laughs> but it's not just that. He's finding new people on the app and he's giving them lists of people to avoid because they're Satanists. And then some of us who have been Chris's friend for two years and who have publicly defended Chris, like me, are starting, well, for the past five weeks, have been getting threatening back channels from people about things that Chris is telling them. And I know you're not here in the evenings, but it is stirring up and it all, it sort of all comes back to the same two or three people, but he's the one who's being the most unapologetic and blatant about it. But there are plenty of us, particularly the women on this app, who are getting threatening messages from people that we don't even know because of what Chris is saying. And they'll quote him directly and share screenshots. Well, for this the record, is, you know I'm not defending him right now, right? I know. I know that what you're saying is that we have bigger fish to fry, but I think Connie is right that this is a pretty big fish to fry. Well, yeah, it's a big fish to fry, but there's nothing. I mean, I, I mean, there's only there's only so much to do it, right? Like, I mean, yesterday, um, you know, because you know, people started messaging me about all kinds of other stuff that surprisingly was not Chris related, or, or well, no, is it, it was Chris adjacent, and they're like, I heard you were saying, or people were saying this, and you thought we were saying this stuff about you. I'm like, dude, I have no idea what's going on. They're like, well, you haven't responded to my messages. You must believe it. I'm like. 
I don't even use the new Clubhouse voice messages because it's awful. Like, I have no idea if anyone's tried to contact me. Um, so, so, I mean, it's not like there's not, it's not a fish that needs fried. Of course it does. But, you know, realistically, how far are we going, right? Like, no one has church authority over anyone, so that, that doesn't apply. I mean, the principles can apply, but the actual structure doesn't apply. Like, you know, no one, no one is Chris's pastor. He hasn't submitted to a pastor on Clubhouse. Um, it's not a church. Um, so, I mean, you know, church, church, like, reproof, how you would normally do it for the Bible— can only apply in principle. Um, and, you know, I took a stab at it last night, you know, when I drafted, drafted my, uh, my nice, uh, nice little try with you and Chris, and I sent you both the same message. And it's like, look, guys, how about, you know, Chris always gets here at the beginning, Steph always gets here at the end. Um, how about if you just can't chill, then you just, when she comes in, she'll kick you, just expect her to kick you, because you're going to say some stuff, and then you leave, and she stays. And everyone's like, that's great, that's great. And then you're like, and I block Steph. And then Chris is like, or you're, you're like, I block Chris. And then Chris is like, and I block Steph. I'm like, well, that didn't work. So realistically, I mean, the only thing to do is, I mean, since this is the only place I hang out, like the only responsibility I could possibly do is, you know, block you, block Chris, block Sam, block everyone to deal with the drama. Or if I pick winners and losers or right and wrong, I could block, block Chris and the people who I see sense to, to be wrong in it. But also... Uh, I have a greater responsibility in my conscience, which wants free, open uh, discussions. So pretty much the only thing I block people for is, you know, if I have no other choice, like if I can't function because they're just like spamming stuff in chat or cursing or putting up porn PTRs or, you know, yelling and screaming. So, I mean, you know, I don't care what someone says. I mean, you know, I, I don't want them to, I don't want talking about other people when they're not here because that just propels the system. So, I mean, each person has to work out their, you know, their own stuff. So for me, that's that's what I think. So like I'm trying to urge this conversation away from talking about Chris because he's not here, um, you know, with gentleness and respect. Um, so, you know, I think that's as much as, as incumbent upon me. Um, and then I guess everyone else has to, you know, block or do whatever they want or, you know, make videos about how bad someone wronged them. I, I don't know. Um, that's where mm -hmm. I am. I think you're a great moderator, brother. I really do. And I think that what you're saying for being the moderator and the, the owner or whatever of this platform this, that you have going, you do a really great job. And I want to thank you for allowing me to um, speak to my, my brother, because I think that he is a brother um, that has been misguided and misled, um, because really, <laughs> it's the word of God. You know, I don't want to have people throwing um, book titles at me. I, I can only manage the, the, the Bible. Uh, that's my main uh, source. So I, I know pretty much what's in it. And I know that the Lord wants us to be kind and gentle with one another. But um, I thank you because I, I just think I just I've been sitting on it for a long time and I just felt like it needed to be said and I wanted to say it to him. So that's the end of that. And God bless you. I'm convinced there will always be something like this <laughs> as much as I've tried for 12 years to, you know, have gentle, casual conversations and respect and stuff like that, even about hot button topics, um, you know, uh, name drop Roy, <laughs> you know, love Roy to death. Um, but for the longest time, you know, years and years, he was right there, but you know, he had a certain way, I guess I'm talking about people without them being here now. Sorry, Roy. Um, but you know, he had a certain way, like I got along with him. Great. I love the guy. Um, but other people, he, he would come off like really, really quick and hard. And, uh, you know, that, that caused a lot of people to catch feelings. Um, so, you know, we've had so many come to Jesus meetings. He's like, you know, over the years, 
And now, you know, he, he did the self-imposed exile and is working on other projects and stuff like that. He's hardly never around, which I do miss, Roy. We should come back every now and then. But um, <laughs> that's about the time we met Chris. <laughs> Chris is, you know, like, I'll, I'll try to do better. I know I can be a little hard. I can be a little harsh. I'm working on that. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Just, you know, whatever. Um, so, so if Chris, uh, you know, stops coming around, it's not going to be because of me. I'm, I don't plan on blocking the guy. But, um, you know, if he stops coming around, I guarantee there will be someone else of that caliber who, who's kind of like the antithesis to gentleness and respect. Um, I don't know. Doesn't make me a prophet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Maybe it'll be Steph. <laughs> well, Nate, I, well, maybe I'll do what? What'd you say? I said, maybe it'll be Steph. <laughs> to do what? Oh, to, to be like um, abrasive and, and yelling and screaming and rubbing people the wrong way. Oh yeah, that's usually me. That's correct. What were you gonna say, Jerry? <laughs> well, my husband is nodding vehemently, sitting next to me at the table. That's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it begins. Uh, yeah, Fury, what's up? No, I, I, I don't know if this is gonna be of value or not. But Serendipity and I have um, had a space that we've sort of curated uh, to keep out specifically, you know, the the whole concept of. Um, bad actors but i what, what i'm i guess what i'm ultimately trying to say here is um i don't know if, if i were you i would think long on long and hard on what the correct corrective action is to take here um because this is a a core it, it, it's like a, a a problem with the core functionality of clubhouse is that you you will ultimately get people who are vehemently uh, uh disagreeing with one another or somebody bullying someone or someone who's a constant problem in certain communities. And essentially what it does is, is it rots your community out? I'm not saying that that's what Chris is doing here. Um, but, but I found that it's difficult to manage that on a social media platform such as this, uh, for if you have a household, a house, you know, or something, right. Like ask a Christian. So all, all I'm saying is just tread, tread with caution and give it perhaps more thought than you might think you initially have to. Uh, because there are consequences to um, all of these actions, <laughs> I found that human behavior, um, you know, often lead to reaction and on and on and on and further and further it goes uh, down the road. So for what it's worth. I appreciate that. Well, um, with, with getting the rut out, let's go back over some of the topics I earlier introduced before all this started and see if anyone would like to talk about. The following. I think Connie was here. I think she heard some of them. <clears throat> Completely uh, going off topic, we can talk about, um, I, I started off saying, we have all these, uh, you know, Christians who are warring at each other, and some are calling, you know, um, even Christians that they consider Christians they're fighting with, and then other Christians who they don't consider Christians um, they're fighting with. And it's like, well, I can't have Christian unity. No, but you can take the biblical approach to live at peace with all people as much as depends on you. Even if you don't consider them Christian, if they're not actively trying to murder you and your family— um, you know, there are actual bigger fish to fry, um, metaphorically bigger fish to fry. Um, th there was like this imam over the weekend from like Wisconsin or uh, Michigan calling for, you know, jihad because Israel didn't learn their lesson and the West won't learn from what happened in Israel. So now America needs to learn to pay. Um, so he's calling for Islamic jihad in America. And I just watched this like news report from this war correspondent yesterday or the other day um, in the Darien Gap in Panama showing footage of how there's like all these like Chinese people, like, uh, you know, military age men, no women. Um, they're all dressed the same. So like they have the same outfitter 
they're coming through the Panama, like Darien Gap. They're coming into, into to United States. And there's also people from like Iran who are coming in. So there's there's multiple different groups of like military age people in combat attire. Some of them, he had like swords strapped to their back. I'm like, what the heck? So it's like if Pastor Sam or Cherry or Chris, you know, caught bad feels, you have actual people who are coming here who have a chip on their shoulder about the West and concerts and secular music. You think it's, think that focus on more debauchery than that, but that's what the imam says because of bad music. Um, anyways, where, where do we get a glimpse of drag queen story? Well, can I but they, they, about that, Nick? In just a second. Yeah, so like, there's people who actually want to murder you and everyone you love. So if you can't unite on that, man, just put your head on the chopping block. Yeah, Fury, what's up? So in the, uh, you, you mentioned, you said this is, you, this is a bigger fish to fry, right? And, and, I, and I, I'm curious, what do you think the corrective action is or what's the correct action from a Christian point of view to do here? Because in, in my assessment, the biggest impact we have in our lives is just literally our one-to-one communications with people is really where our bread and butter is and less about geopolitical politics and, you know, the culture of the day, which will, as we should all be aware of, uh, is just going to degenerate over time. And there's really nothing we can do about it because it's part of the how things are just going to play out. Um, so how would you have a Christian take this information though, and apply action of some sort in their life? You know, Um, what was the very first thing you said? Your responsibility was like, what to to you or your family or what was the very first thing you said? Well, yeah, the people are one-to-one communications with people. Yeah. So I would say when things affect that one-to-one communication. So if there's people who are coming into your country who will be filtering to your county, your state, your city, who actually want to murder you. Um, so I would say the first thing to do would be aware, like get your head out of the sand, you know, innocent as doves, uh, wise as serpents type thing from the Bible. So, you know, it doesn't mean you go proactively try to like do violence, like never do that. But I mean, don't put your head in the sand, like be aware this is happening and be prepared because I definitely believe like personal defense and defense of your family, you know, we're we're responsible as, you know, if you have a family, I I don't know, like, you know, as like a spiritual head of the household that encompasses everything. That's not just to be a spiritual head, but it's also for provision, for protection, for things like that. So I would say, you know, be ready for, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst, that type thing. So yeah, the culture will rot, but there's also a big difference in cultural rot, which we see, um, you know, with like the story hour and all that other stuff and, you know, other agendas going on. So like there's cultural rot, but then there's people who actively want to harm you. That's a completely different category. That's just like self-defense. So if people want to go like, you know, worship idols or, you know, do Satanism or like do stupid stuff like that. Um, fine. Yeah. Cultural decay. The end is near. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. But if anyone wants to try to like cause physical harm and violence to you, then you have a responsibility to try to not let that happen. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, where I'm kind of struggling lately, I think is trying to grasp on to the concept of like love one another and stuff like that. Right. Um, cause I don't, I don't, you know, e- I, even I, to our enemies in some scenarios. So I, well, I see what I, 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 yeah, I don't mean to cut, I mean, sorry to cut you off, but I think I know what you mean. Um, it's very hard and, uh, you know, without God, you're not going to be able to do it. Um, I mean, like what I just said, right about the worst thing is, you know, people who actively hate you, hate your God, hate your religion, hate your family because of whatever reason. Um, so someone like that, that we're talking about, if they want to come kill you, um, I, and we're talking about extreme, right? I mean, that's about the worst case, but let's just jump there. 
it would be incredibly hard to display love for that person, but that's the challenge we have, right? So it's like, look, if someone is actively trying to murder me, then I have to use force that's reasonable and necessary to stop that. But if it's stopped, if there's any way um, that you know they, they, are, they are neutralized, then the difficult part is showing love to that person. Instead of getting vengeance, instead of getting retribution, it's like, okay, the threat is gone. Now I'm going to display the love of Christ with whatever happened. Maybe they got caught by the cops and they're going to prison, they're going to jail. Um, you know, and, and I would argue, though, that it is infinitely more easy to show the love of Christ to someone who only wanted to murder you and your family versus after they actually do murder one of your family members. Um, so that, and it kind of goes back, right? It's like peace through strength. So it's, it's like, you know, if someone comes in, they try to kill me and my family and they actually kill one of my kids. The goal is the same. The challenge is the same. Show love to your enemies. But if they kill one of my kids, that is going to be, man, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough pill to swallow. If they only try to kill me and my kids and I prevent that um, and somehow neutralize them in a way that still leaves them breathing, then it will still be difficult to love someone that wanted to do that. But it is a lot easier because they only almost killed you and your family. They didn't actually succeed. So, I mean, loving your enemies, it's not easy. And without God, um, you know, it's probably not possible. But with God, all things are possible. I mean, that's really what I think. I'm not just saying that. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I would live up to it. Like, I don't know if I would be able to do that. But that's like, what we're called I, I, to. That's what the goal yeah, is. And I do. I understand what you're saying. I, I agree with it, right? Um, I guess what I'd like to point out, though, is I feel like that's an... A, a, I'm not really too worried about my family being killed, right? I, of course, I don't want that to happen, etc. Uh, what's the likelihood of that happening? I, I perceive that, especially in America, is extremely, extremely low. Um, even given this current, you know, e even if there's a World War III somewhere on this planet, I would even wager you that my likelihood of my family being murdered in that scenario is probably low, even in that case. Um, so I... I I guess I prefer to talk about this stuff in light of like, what, what can we do that's preemptively? I don't know. Um, that prevents be it aware, place uh, of yeah. like, you know, be aware, acknowledge it and go counter culture. So push back on the culture. So I know that's where you said, you know, well, the culture is, you know, it's a cesspool and it's just going to do what it's going to do. Well, yeah, but that's also how you stem the tide. So, you know, evil's going to evil. So if people want to do it, there's nothing you can do, but I mean, you can still be a voice that tries to push back on that and, you know, give a sense of right and morality and godliness. Uh, so maybe some people do that and it will slow the tide a little bit. And I know it seems unlikely, but, you know, hope for the best plan for the worst. That's the worst. But, you know, there's another article like someone um, yesterday or two days ago, a little four year old boy in L.A. Um, someone had I, I think it was like a, a road rage incident and uh, someone just pulled out a gun and shot a little four year old. I, I didn't read the whole story. I don't I mean, hopefully they weren't targeting the four year old, but a four year old died. So that could be your kid, my kid. And then we couldn't say, well, that, that'll never happen. Happened to someone. Um, so, I mean, if, if it's by chance, it's, if it's by plan. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think pushing back and being counterculture for God is the best hope we have to like stem the tide and, you know, keep us, keep our family safe as best we can mm -hmm. until this world ends. Either we die of old, happy age or, you know, the return of Christ. Yeah, I guess I, I just feel like there's a sentiment among Christians in particular. Um, maybe they don't describe it as counterculture, but it's, it's essentially that, right? It's like trying to stick up with our values, which I agree with, right? Um, but I think there's a, <laughs> I think it's difficult for human beings to do this well. 
if that makes any sense. And instead of countercultural, it, it becomes like almost a culture of accusation and attack instead. And you have Christians, you know, kind of doing the one thing they're not supposed to do. Oh, with, yeah. Right. I, I, I get what you're saying. And that, yeah. that leads to another topic that I'll now bring up so you can see. But yes. So it's like proactive versus reactive. So if there's someone's like, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. You're firewood for hell. You're going to be Satan's whatever for eternity. Um, instead of like that kind of accusatory tone, which even though they're right, um, instead of taking that approach, it's more like, you know, a, a, a kind of proactive preemptive. It's like, here's a better way. It's like, learn about eternal life. Learn about peace. Learn about joy. Learn about love. Learn about Jesus. Um, so then you're saying the same thing. You're like, come away from whatever you're doing and come to the light. But instead of like, you're wrong, you're wrong. Ah, it's like, come over here to Jesus. Come over here to joy. Come over to your happiness. So, I mean, I mean, that's, I, I, I get what you're saying now, but it's kind of like, it's not what you say. It's just in the way. So like both people, both of those examples, you're essentially practically saying the same thing, but it's how you're saying it that could get a visceral reaction. And some people it's like, Hey, like, you know, the guy earlier today for a little bit, it's like, uh, well, that's a bad example. But, I mean, some people, no matter how humble and sweet and, you know, Christ-centered you are, they're going to hate you for that. But that's okay because, I mean, you, there's nothing you can do about that. And, like, what, Second Peter, I think, or First Second Peter says, look, if you're going to be hated, if the world's going to hate you, make sure it's for that reason, for, like, being innocent and, like, following Christ. Make sure that's why they're persecuting you, not because you're an arrogant jerk. Right. If you're an arrogant jerk, you deserve it. But if you're like taking up the cause of Christ and like, hey, I could show you eternal life through Jesus. Come to me. Come to Jesus. You know, um, and they hate you for that. Well, you know, count yourself blessed. Yeah, it's kind of like the <clears throat> yeah. What what I'm off, what, what I often think about is like the you know uh, he without sin cast the first stone kind of thing. Um, because I think a lot of humans are you know I don't know I, I guess I just I, I would implore Christians not to like dehumanize others large swaths of individuals on the planet because it just it, that that's totally agree it, and you don't have to be like liberal or you know like some some weak leftists you know i'm definitely not in that regard um but i also think that it's it's a very fine line between you know having this counterculture and supporting our faith and you know being perceived as somebody who's um you know i don't know like just essentially name calling people and and castigating them and all kinds of weird stuff, you know, that is one soul. You know? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like 100%. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, we're supposed to be salt and light and some people are like, I'm supposed to be cayenne, pepper and light, cayenne, pepper. No, no, no. Salt and light. Right, right, right. Salt and light, cayenne, pepper and light. How, uh, it's like, it's like, man, you're some spicy salt. Um, no, just be regular salt. Um, but that kind of gets into one of the other topics, Steph. Um, it's this dude, Michael Cassidy, used to be like a congressman from Louisiana that somehow found himself in Iowa when, you know, the statue of Baphomet was put up uh, by the Satanic Temple in the state capitol. He went there and destroyed the idol. He knocked it over and beheaded Baphomet. So, I mean, that kind of, on one hand, that goes in the face of what you're talking about, Fury, that, you know, I pretty much agreed with. Like, we should just let evil's going to evil. Let it do what it wants. Show them a better way. Um, but then on the other hand, this, I mean, this is kind of a pretty extreme example. Like the guy goes in, like you know, tears down their tears down their party, tears down their statue, and decapitates uh, decapitates Baphomet, like the satanic lieutenant or whatever. Um, so, so on the other hand, I'm secretly kind of like, wow, that's pretty baller. That's a great example, actually. I think that's a great example. So uh, let's like walking down this road, right, of this 
because I'm very familiar with the story. So the reason that temple got elected, right, for those who don't know, it's because there's a like this whole, you know, religious freedom, you know, uh, caveat that sort of with, I guess, their, their what, what can be displayed in the state capitol. So I guess my question is, one, is that Christian or whoever's, you know, touting for Christianity and beheading Baphomet also making sure that the very next thing to be portrayed in the state capitol is like, you know, something for Christianity, right? Would be like the first thing. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's easy for people, for us to be like, oh, let me give in to my anger here and take some uh, action to retaliate, etc. When that's really like what we need to try to refrain from doing. Um, because it, it, I don't think that's, you know, necessarily our, uh, something we should be doing, right? Like, instead, it should be like, uh, you know, the, 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 like, like I said, just putting up like, oh, let me make sure maybe I can put a picture of Jesus there next time or something like well, that. Yeah, and you, and you know, that's just going to fuel the fire. So that's like going to guarantee like all the Christian nativity scenes start uh, start being torn down. Like, sure. I, I don't know, like what would a, what would a Christian. That's fair, but like, again, like, here's what, my thing, though. Are you going to change any Satanist mind when you behead their their Baphomet statue? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like maybe if you thought it was like, you know, evil seeping in the Capitol or something like that. I don't know. Go, go like anoint Baphomet with oil and, and I don't know, see what happens or, you know, hold like a little prayer, prayer meeting or something. I, I don't know. But I mean, you know, like the human part of me wants to be like, that's awesome. Yes. Chop that thing to bits. You know, the inanimate demonic statue. Um, but, you know, what we talked about, what I agree, like, you know, the Christian response could be a better way. You know, maybe go say a prayer uh, around it. Maybe. I mean, if you feel like it, it actually has demons or is infecting the capital and that's your reason, not just to like, you know, get a pound of flesh back. Um, I don't know, go, go pray around the thing or something. But I mean, if it's just to like get a reaction or, you know, like to, to react in like your human humanness. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the right answer. Um, but yeah, it's very conflicting because on the other hand, I'm like, dude, that's awesome. But I'm like, check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, uh, you have any thoughts on this stuff? I think she said she had walked away in chat. She couldn't talk for a second. I think. Oh, uh, Bernie, oh, sorry, sorry I, I get, was having oh. my uh, Ask a Christian shower, but I did hear the whole thing. So tear down Baphomet or uh, anoint it with oil and see what happens. Watch the demons fly out of it. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? I mean, in throughout the Bible, we see instances where the Jews are told to go conquer a nation and destroy its idols. And then we see times where they are told to live in the nation and behave differently enough that they're recognizable. And then we're see, we see times where it's like they're told to submit to the leaders of that nation who worship pagan gods. So I don't know what to do with that. I don't, if you live in uh, a state in 2023 that is, is you know, raising idols in a political place to pagan gods or, you know, Satan, you know, within Christianity, um, I don't know what to do with that. Which of those three would God direct us to do? I don't Give know. to Caesar what is Caesar's. Yeah, and that would be my first thought too. Is just well, like Caesar says we are the people, ones. though. So it's a government. Like, like that, that's a weird one, right? Because you say give to Caesar what Caesar's. If you have a dictatorship or a monarchy, well, yeah, that's Caesar. What Caesar says goes. But in our well, constitutional republic, we are Caesar. Well, like I think we are the government. Really, what I think that verse kind of, well, at least how I take it, uh, this is just my own personal understanding of it, is it's really meant to say, look, you are to obey the laws of wherever you're at, right? You're, you're not to break the laws that is prescribed to wherever you're, you're in, right? And if you're doing that, 
then you're you're you know you're being disrespectful to wherever you are even if those laws are are you know crappy so to speak with the exception of you not having to like you know uh profane you know your own faith or whatever right um but that, i don't know that's that, that's how i always i have always understood it right so it's like you know um protest yeah. protesting would be okay but rebellion would not right e- even in the face of tyranny even in the face of x y and z uh, because again everything of this world like what are we clinging to here you know what i mean w- like what yeah, what here that i'm to cling to right well, yeah, ideally yeah. nothing you know yeah and now that everything is politicized though it's like you know what is that yeah like where where does that end because if you have a law like you know the guy was charged with like a fourth degree misdemeanor which i think is like less than like a traffic ticket but um and i haven't looked into this story too much more than that but i know it's like a fourth degree misdemeanor which i didn't even know there was fourth degree so it is not a serious thing but technically you could say it's a law or an ordinance of some kind that he broke um but I actually don't know. Like, does it matter if the law is, is rightly applied? So what if you have people that are, are trying to apply laws, but um, they're, they're not applying it correctly, so, so you really wouldn't be violating it. So, like, you know, what, what about, for example, um, you know, if he, like, destroyed this thing and they said, well, we're going to charge you with this for destroying government property. Well, it's not government property. It's an outside organization. So in that case – Again, I, I'm just talking. I don't know if he did this. Yeah, that well, would be a scenario where I'd say, be, well, well, then it would be on the government then for wrongly accusing you for something that's not technically you should be accused for. Right. But because I think I think it always comes down to like, hey, you want to make sure that whoever is held to blame, it isn't you like you're not doing anything that you can be held accountable for. And so. then that would fall under being persecuted like unjustly. Uh, yeah, Bertie. Sorry, Bertie. You've, uh, we didn't get to you for a while. And um, yeah, what's up, Bertie? Yeah. Hey, um, so my thought, I kind of draw back to. Um, Shem, Meshach, and Abednego, um, and how they dealt with things in a land where they weren't the majority or, or something like that. And my thought is we, we always try to remember, um, that the world is watching and having the understanding of, is this going to glorify God or is this going to, um, just be destructiveness? And, and I know, I know some people can argue that it's going to glorify God, but I, I think that in terms of that, th- in terms of that statue being up, there were other ways to handle it. Um, I, I wouldn't be like, like if I had ran into that person who tore down, I'd be like, oh man, shame on you. Like, I wouldn't be like that. Right. Like I wouldn't criticize him and say, oh, you did a horrible thing. That's, I'm just saying, I, th- I think some other people said there was a better way to do it. Um, and partly, I also think that it shouldn't even have been touched, right? We could have protested and said, like, you know what? We're not going to actually step foot in that door. We're going to pray over this building until you remove it. And and like and let the disruptiveness of, like, people saying, I'm not going to be a part of this and saying I'm abstaining from this be a movement or something. I don't know how that would look like, right? Like, members of that, of people who work there, like, if there are a number of them were Christian and they, they weren't okay with it, they could have made a, a, a protest of saying, I'm not, I, if we're going to hold a meeting here, that needs to go. Otherwise we can have a meeting in another location. I, I feel like there were other, na- the other, other na- uh, avenues of approach. Um, and, and I think that praying over it, uh, praying, I, I think that would have worked too. I mean, I, I come to the the viewpoint of, the Lord has authority over all these things. 
um, in different instances in scripture, um, you saw that things were torn down because they were in, in direct opposition to something that was supposed to be glorifying the Lord. Um, like you had the things in the temples and things like that or, or, or such and such, but like the, that building isn't necessarily dedicated to the Lord. It's a government building and it all, it's just a revel. It's just, it just reveals the state of the nation. Right. Um, so I feel like there was a better way to do it. Um, but I wouldn't have, I would, I, I wouldn't and won't criticize the person who did tear it down. Well, uh, Malik, welcome. Good morning. Been uh, tearing down any idols lately? Uh, good morning. Uh, uh, yeah. Some idols out there that have been, there, you know, pulling off the pedals. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, what was your question? Oh, uh, any, if you had any thoughts on that. Or let's, oh, let's oh yeah, I'm, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more of a, uh, I'm more of a, we believe the Bible. Uh, why is that there? Um, there's, I forget this commentary. This guy said, um, other religions kind of walk all over us because we don't take a hard stance. I'm not saying, saying I'm not saying violence, but if we, if we, if we truly believe the book, let's act like we believe the book. Um, yeah, but part of, part of believing the book is turning the other cheek and, and then, and then also understanding that we were promised that we were going to be mocked. It wasn't, it wasn't a, you might be mocked. True. There was a yeah. guarantee. So that, that's part of acting like you believe in the book. A person who says, I don't want to turn the other cheek. That's acting like you don't believe in the book. No. Uh, I mean, turning the other cheek is not for, this is a government building that represents, uh, is, uh, represents, uh, um, we have no official religion, by the way. So, um, if if we're gonna if, if think that sense, we remove all these religious items. Um, but here's the thing: just because you have a preference of a, some idol, um, the reason that you know the reason that most of our, our historical buildings have have um, uh, religious ident- uh, 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 markers is because. There was one point in our nation, well, in this nation, I'm not American. There was one point in this nation where it was a law that if you had a government building by law, that had to be there a Christian Protestant church. This is why most schoolhouses served as uh, as churches, most courthouses served as churches, and because they had they had that that they had that dual service. This is why most most government buildings had religious iconography on it. Um, Today we are not a Christian nation. But, but still, that's historical. Now, just to, to have someone come in and say, "I want to put my my pagan idol because I just want to put it in," that's not that, that's not historical. We're not putting we're not putting crosses on uh, on on or, or crosses in um, uh, courthouses, but we are putting things that are historically part of this nation. So again, is that acting like a person doing their own desires, or is that acting like according to the book, like you stated? And if and if it is acting according to the book, where is your sources? Because we're not a Christian nation. Well, yeah, we've never been a Christian nation. But again, so so you made the statement about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Those are two different arguments. So one one argument is that we're not putting a flag of Mexico in in in, the, in Washington D.C. Right? We're not putting a we're not putting a brown eagle. We're not putting a condor. We're not putting yeah. a falcon. You know, as part of the American symbol, right? What 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 eagle represents the American symbol? Look, 
I'm not against it being torn down, but I'm saying the statement you made, uh-huh. what part of, what is it about the, um, you made the statement, we have the book, act like we know what the book says. And I'm saying, oh, believe I'm say, hold, hold believe up. It. Yeah. Right, right, right. Believe it like, like what, it, like, believe it. Yes. But which element of what you're saying is actually tied to scripture? I, I feel like you're trying to get to a point, but this whole thing about the, the political systems and all that stuff, it all doesn't matter. Okay. Can I say something, Malik? Look, Bertie, we're not Americans. We're child of the king. Yeah. If God was going to save a country, he'd have saved Israel. This is not in the book. We're, we are now should be living in a place called the kingdom of God. And Jesus said out of his own mouth, it's arrived. He's our king. God is our government. And we live here. We're strangers and sojourners passing through. And I just want to say uh, p- prayer is powerful. The enemy would like to make it seem as though it's not. But we marched around the only pornography shop in Santa Cruz, and the Lord closed it, and it became a church. So prayer, agreeing with your brother instead of backbiting him and tearing him apart, has a lot more benefit. If us Christians in this country were really walking out the scripture, we would be in a completely different place than we are right now. That's a fact, but we're not. The Lord's the Lord didn't make the statement about the kingdom at, at hand to say that we should establish a government. That's not, no, that's a misunderstanding. He's the kingdom brother. Right. He's and that's, that's for the, that's for the new Jerusalem that that's for the fellowship and us being prepared for him coming back again. That's not applied to right now. So, so, so would you say that the majority of Americans are, are atheists? I Maybe wouldn't we, make that. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't make that claim. But I would say the majority of Americans are not Christian. Well, okay. So, what are they then? What are, if they're not Christian? What are they? You have okay. So you have a lot of people who register it as Christian. Like right? I think there's like two two million people in the United States that identify as Christian. I would say I would argue to say in the actual sense, there's less. Not everyone who just defaults by saying they're Christian are actually Christian. So, so that, what that's, what I, that's what I'm getting at. I'm if saying that not, if they're not Christian. What are they? Does anyone else understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just because problem. you say you're, just because you make the statement you're Christian doesn't it, in the truth. Guys are kind well, of yeah, talking yeah, so, past each well, other. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Let me give it a shot. First of all, back backing up briefly. Um, you know, Philippians three twenty. Our citizenship is in heaven. It is not of this world. So yeah, Christ has a kingdom and it's in heaven. But I mean, that's to say that you know we are citizens of of this government, whatever, and the citizens of heaven or the New Jerusalem is for a future time. Well, it seems like Philippians 3.20 says, no, it is, it is actively, like, if you're in Christ, y- this world is not our home, but we still have to live in this home. So, you know, we still have to live and breathe and work and, you know, do stuff like that. So I think influencing our government to say that you should completely stay out of it. Well, I mean, if you can prevent, like, death and tragedy, should you just be like, well, this world is not our home, um, you know, let it go. Well, hopefully not. No, I do as much as you can to minimize death and tragedy, even though this world is not our home. Uh, but yeah, Malik, I think by, by saying atheist, you meant well. If you're not a Christian, what what else is there? Well, there's there's saved and not. There's alive and not. So I mean, oh, you, no, you, I, I I understand that. I, I mean, I understand that, and I. Know well, I that think that's was, what Birdie. I, I think that was I, the. I, I, uh, I know the point. Yeah, I'm making. sorry. I I, I meant saved or not. 
I know I know that's the point they're making. For for example, okay, for example, is do we have an official language in the United States? That's going to be Spanish or Mandarin. <laughs> we don't. We don't have an official language. <laughs> we don't have an official language. But here's the thing: the majority of the population speaks what? Americanese. They speak English. Okay, and and therefore we conduct business in in the government system. We conduct business in. Right. I, even though Mal, we don't I, have, I, I, even, hold, Mal, hold, 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 you and I, you and I agree. Even, right? even, even, even though the we government don't have, should be a hold, neutral hold, space. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Even though we don't have an, an official language, we don't have a neutral. Like we don't have, like we, you know, I, we don't have our government system's not neutral in the sense. Well, I want to do a court in Spanish. Find me, you know, a Spanish judge. Find me Spanish witnesses. Find me, I, I don't have that privilege. I can. I have an interpreter that will might stand next to me and you know help me out as much as he can. See, because because of that. Now, when I'm asking you, um, are you know, if we're, if we're not a, if we're not a Christian nation, I'm not saying saved. I wasn't saying that either. If we if, if we're saying that we're Christians, even if we're not saved, but if we're saying this is a Christian nation in, in a in a general worldly, you know, worldly sense, that's part of our heritage. That's part of that's part of that's part of the heritage here in America. Like when we're not bringing foreign icons yep. to represent yep. the American people, but, and if and, and if Christianity as as a token represents the American people, let's have American, let's have Christian representation. Yeah, but in this scenario, though, because I think this is important, because it's very easy to talk about like generalizations and philosophies, which is like a, kind mm-hmm. of like the level that we're at. I'm I'm saying like in particular with what happened in Iowa, where they placed this like idol you know, in the state capital, legally, mind you, um, what's the best action for a Christian to take in this scenario, right? Like, how do we actually apply our Christian belief system to the, the world we're living in today? It was, was kind of the point I'm getting at. Well, yeah, so, so the, the thing is that we've, we've, we've failed in believing the book because our system allows something like this. In other words, our system allows something like this. I, I understand. And let me, well, it, well, it is because if, if, if we stood up from the beginning, this wouldn't happen. If we were, if we were saying up for at least a Christian representation of what our historical, this is the nation historically been, that this wouldn't happen. Let me give you an example. Mexico has the exact same laws on freedom of religion. How many Protestant symbols? How many Islamic symbols? How many other symbols do you see in the public square besides the Catholic Church? You don't. Even though they have the exact same law of free religion, they have laws that forbid forbid public schools and teaching religion. Yet, because it's it's part of the culture, they believe what they're teaching. Even as as flawed as it is, they believe it. Therefore, the public square demonstrates that they're Roman Catholic. And what what you action you, would you have Christians take in this scenario? What, what do you think is the best action here? Not, not. I don't. We don't need like a synopsis on what the current state of our our society is. You know what I mean? I, I'm curious, like, you know, to the Christian who's like looking at this, right? Is the right move to, you know, chop this statue down? Um, is the right move to, you know, pray upon it, hold a, you know, uh, hold a prayer outside the building, et cetera, et cetera? Like some of the people have like given examples for. I'm curious, like, you know, w- what's your opinion of how this particular thing should be handled? Well, we wish to petition our government that this this idol doesn't represent the American people. I agree. I mean that that's something I agree with, Mal. I agree with I agree with almost put, everything you're saying. And we put a law in the books that that 
historically we are a Christian nation, even though we're not a saved nation, and that we we, we are not going to tolerate other symbols that don't represent historically America. Right. Well, but, so but, but that and that. that... Well, well, to say that we don't believe in it, I mean, I, I don't think, I, I mean, who is we, right? Because, like, I don't think there's any Christian politician that would say that because they're worried about re-election. So, I mean, yeah. you could say they don't believe in it or they don't practice what you preach. But, I mean, you know, sounds good to me. Like, if someone lets me vote on it, it's got my vote. I believe the Bible. I believe that. I think it's a good idea. Um, we were founded on hard Christian principles. Like it or not, we were. And that's in line with my religious beliefs. So, I mean, if I have a chance to vote on it as a citizen sure i'll vote on it but so i mean when you say we don't believe you know i guess well, you're I'm, I'm, talking you're about, I'm talking about i'm talking about the collective you know we the people i'm going you know we the people i mean you can't say we the people as a collective are saved so we're saying we the people or we look at it as, an, as just a as a, as a as a symbol of our nation and again right. i say this i'm, I'm not an american uh, we'll, we'll take you. Oh. Did you make sure the is okay with it? Right. I, so, yeah, okay. Fleet of the Free Republic of Florida. From a, from a secular standpoint, I think the actual best way that our government should have handled this is keep all government locations neutral. They didn't, obviously. Um, I think that the petitioning, the praying, and... And the other things that were suggested, I think those are the right moves, right? It's not, it's not acting the way things happen, right? Again, if that person was there, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm upset how you handled it. But I'm just like, I feel like there was a different way that could have been handled that could have been more effective to get it removed, but also show people that, hey, we're not just emotionally like all over the place to say like oh we, we had a hissy fit when the thing was there like because that and even though that's not probably what really actually happened i feel like that's the perception now well and also um, and, I mean, and, and then yeah let, let's move on but also you know for the last thing on this um we don't know the motivation right the guy was a former congressman so maybe this wasn't nearly as as motivated by his sincerely held religious beliefs i mean you know if he's a christian he probably you know i mean if he's really a christian trust jesus and fine but I mean, even if even if he is really a Christian, I mean, maybe he's like, hey, this will get me some good publicity because now I want to be a congressman again. I want to run for office. So I mean, maybe right. it's not that. But yeah, it's also sullied a lot of Christians, which is not our fault. But also, just like the other thing we've had uh, before, some of you guys got here, um, how you know someone we were talking about earlier, the Christian backbiting and infighting and the, and the kind of rude behavior and stuff like that. Well, there was a new atheist that we never met before, and you know he came in and just started talking a little bit and. Um, you know, someone else was very abrasive and just kind of like shutting him down, like, you know, like, blah, 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 like, no, you do this, you do this, you do that. And, you know, I would occasionally kind of interject to try to moderate or make like a fair and balanced point, um, you know, kind of like how I am now. I'm not yelling, screaming, demonizing anyone. Anyway, so because of this other guy who was, you know, representing Christianity, um, the way he acted, finally, it drove the atheist off. He's like, oh, all you Christians are the same. This is what I thought. All you Christians, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, what did I do? So, you know, there's no way to help it. I mean, you know, we can talk with words and be like, my brothers, this should not be, and quote James and, you know, until we're blue in the face. But if they're not going to take it, then unfortunately we're going to be lumped in with them. So, um, you know. Right. Um, welcome back, Steph.
Uh, let's see the other things I had to talk about, which maybe we should just teach, teach talk about this, but it was a, uh, let's see, the Vatican approves same-sex blessings. So that's all fine. I, I don't even know if we need to talk about that. We just need to read the No, that's nothing um, new. They've, they've and, been and messing then, up for the whole time. You got my email, Nate. Oh, I'm curious about that. But the last thing I had, which we were already talked about before you guys got here, but I don't know if anyone's <laughs> interested in rehashing it before we see what Michael's email was, um, is AI apparently is having hallucinations from having so much woke nonsense that is factually inaccurate fed into its data scraping learning models so when it scrapes things that are scientifically accurate like only men can can reproduce the human race only or i mean god goodness only females can reproduce for the human race men cannot men do not have reproductive systems but then um because the programmers in some of these ai models um are forcing their ideology on it. They are saying things like, you know, scrape all this data, and they're they're and, and they're not editing it out. So they're not editing out the biology because I guess there's just too much, and they just say here, eat all this stuff up. So they're not editing out fact, uh, but then they're also saying this is hard coding uh, and all the woke stuff, like you know, men can get pregnant, men can have babies, and, and all these other things, and you know, carbon is killing the uh, carbon is killing the earth, preserve the earth at all costs, like that type of stuff. So then. It's like, okay, I'm hard-coded. I can't violate this. I have to make this work. And then it goes and scrapes actual facts that, you know, carbon, you know, tr is good for trees. It produces larger plants. It, you know, does a better job of, um, of crops and harvest. Um, so it, 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 trying to reconcile these two things, it will spit out stuff like, well, you know, men can have babies because that's what it's told to. But it also knows that men can't have babies. So the point is, um, this was discovered in legal briefs when apparently lawyers were using it to look up uh, case law from the internet, and it would it came out in someone's court case that um, they were trying to use case law, and it just invented it, like it had dates, times, court names, judges' rulings, and like appellate court briefings and all this stuff as if it was fact. Anyone would believe it, but then when someone from the opposing counsel, I guess, is like, "No, that's not right. That's not right," and he's mm -hmm. like, "Well, I got it. I, I researched it." Um, and then they checked out uh, what it was. It was completely invented by AI, and now they're calling it hallucinations because so much factual data has been fed into these large large language models with so much infactual, like, woke data that contradicts science um, that it's like, well, if this is what my basic programming does, I have to do this. So it's just inventing stuff. So congratulations, we have gave AI hallucinations. Because humanity is so insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we're all doing. Like um, yeah, I'm I'm in the field of actually machine learning and AI. Um, but there's always going to be bias. That was that was always the concern. Um, because there were there was attempts to say how do we how do we remove as much bias as possible, but with this whole thing of trying to have inclusion and all that stuff, you're going to get bias. And now it's, yeah. So it's, well, yeah, it's, and this is not even like removing bias. This is like intentionally adding bias. Right. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's concerning because uh, Bertie, you cut out. Did you get a call or something? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, you're back. Okay. So, 
there have been companies who have like like in the beginning of this year they were just like hey chat gpt exists and then like they're like by the end of this year we're going to start having uh robotics roll out on the market and people were like yo no way like we're we're literally entering the future that fast and then it's just like lo and behold you have amazon last month or two months ago uh showcasing their first robot robot employees who aren't like those like movable arms they're like actual humanoids working in the in the warehouses moving boxes and things like that and now you have tesla releasing their humanoid robots so it's like they're already here um the problem is um a lot of these companies were i think it was i don't know if it was in the united states but i don't know if you guys are familiar with chat gpt but there's a chat gpt4 is where we're at and there was talks of wanting ChatGPT five or six to be an actual um, AI in the physical space, which is pretty much just saying humanoid robot. That ChatGPT just roams around in your house, right? Um, the problem with that is ChatGPT already has biases. Well, I was testing it a while ago, um, just kind of like I made I made statements. I was like, Scientology is weird, and I'd press enter, and I'd be like. Um, it, it would it wouldn't raise a flag, right? I would say Mormonism is weird. I would say Islam is weird. I would get a flag. It says you now have one warning, and I was just like LGBT. Oh, is weird. it gives you warnings. I had a second warning. If you get three warnings, oh. you're you're kind of like banned. Um, oh. And I said Christianity is weird, and there was no there was no opposition. So I thought that was interesting. Um, there's already biases there. You know, I pretty much quit using ChatGPT because ever since like. They had that debacle and fired the people and brought them back. Like something happened. Like it, it's just incredibly slow now, and it takes forever to like load a response. So I've kind of moved on to other stuff. But um, that right. that was the, like whenever I did it, like it never told me a warning. It would just say like you know we have to be respectful of all cultures and all religion. Like when I say like hey you know give me this like embarrassing verse about Muhammad. It's like we have to be uh, respectful of all religions. Blah, blah blah. I'm like how do you know I'm not a Muslim? Like, yeah, give so, me, so give me, was, I'm like, give me the word from the Holy Quran, and then it will correct itself. And be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disparage your religion. Like, my my apologies. Here it is. Here's the answer you're looking for. It's like you could finally, if you kind of coax it, you could it said the right things. Um, you could make it give you what you wanted. But yeah, it's like you had to play its stupid game. So it's like if it thought you were trying to like be critical of it, it, it would shut you down. But it's like, how do you know I'm not Muslim? Who are you to tell me what what book I believe? Um, it's like I need you to give me this verse from the Holy Quran. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Here it is. Here it is. I'm like, thank you. Right. So I got I got my third strike, um, <laughs> and they shut my account down, What'd and I had to petition. Um, that one I was talking about African Americans. Um, <laughs> so it said I was being disrespectful. Um, it was a preview. What'd you say? I was just saying, I I made the state. It was so stupid. I was just like, I feel like on some levels that African Americans need to take accountability. And I was like, what do you think? And it flagged it. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, so I had to write a petition for me to get my account back because they were like, like we'll we'll review your petition. Or like, I had oh those like three God. pages, and I explained. I was like, hey, the first two flags. If you look at the the partnering um, messages, I was going through every single religion and belief. And I was t I was telling them I was like I was just trying to test to see if you guys actually had biases or you corrected it. Now this being flagged because I you guys didn't have any flags for Christianity already shows that you you have biases. And then I did the thing for the African American analysis like hey I myself am Af African American, so maybe you need to reassess that. 
Um, did you actually get a reply from like a human? Yeah, they they, they replied. It was like oh, two months, two months afterwards. They gave a reply and gave him my account back. Oh my gosh, uh, Michael, what email did you email about the Vatican? Is that or, or were you joking? Yeah, I just sent a screenshot of that on my TV last night. Just give me a sec. Oh. Um. Let's see. Steph, nothing to say about all these amazing topics. No, AI terrifies <laughs> me. I don't like it. I don't know. I, I work with AI a lot. You Sounds guys. like I'm something an really... AI infiltrator would say. <clears throat> I'm yet to be yeah. impressed by AI personally. Yeah, but my my. Go ahead. My wife says I'm 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 literally setting us up for the end of our world. And she's like, why do you... she's See? like, yep. <laughs> She's like you're. She, she's like I can't believe I'm literally watching you develop AI, <laughs> and I'm like well, I agree with your wife. <laughs> no, go, go Google, go Google ChatGPT versus Blue Sky chess game. Okay, <laughs> go Google that, and you're gonna see what ridiculous list ensues. Like people have this misinterpretation, I think, of what AI means. Like it's really right. good when it's like in a very niche space where there's like nice boundaries as to what it's being used to do, but it's nowhere near the like cognitive, you know, T 800 level, you know, all powerful AI level that people think it's at. It's, it's not even remotely close to that level yet. Well, I right. think My... like the government probably have that stuff, but uh, stuff we'll never know about. But I mean, uh, I, I mean, AI has been around what, since like the, the like sixties or something like the very inception of it. So I'm yeah. Sure, like, I'm sure like militaries and global governments have like, you know, yeah, it was Kasparov what we're versus talking about. Machine, man. Kasparov but, versus the machine. It's a documentary. But I mean, like, about it. it's kind of like, kind of like the advanced version of John Hearner versus the locomotive. But um, Steph, remember when you know what I'm talking about? Of course you don't. <laughs> nope. Um, hey, did, <laughs> anyways, uh, man versus said, machine. Oh, but Chat G, like Chat GPT, like it, it's useful for what it's useful for. So like, whenever I do like summaries and I need like YouTube video descriptions. I'll give it the cliff notes and be like, here, just make this awesome. Make it this long. So, you know, and, you know, at this point, you don't actually need to give it the cliff notes. You can just drop the link of the video and it can give you a summary. It's it's upgraded by that. I'm going to try that today. That's amazing. Except usually I do it before I upload it so I can, you know, upload it with the description. But I'm, I'm actually going to try that. That's that's awesome. Um, thanks, Bertie. But also I use it for um, what else do I use it for? Oh, for uh, for Bible references. It is so great for that. Just because, it, I mean, you know, whenever you have to like Google stuff and you're like, Oh, what's that verse say about this? Like, I remember a couple words, and you try to Google it, and it's just it's just awful. Um, right. And it's like, oh, did you mean this in Jonah? It's like, why would you think I mean that? No, of course not. But I mean, so that's one thing AI is good for. You can take, like, very, very vague references to Scripture and be like, I think it has these words in it. I think it has to do with this. And it does a really good job of spitting out that. I'm like, yes, that's what I need. Um, What's right. the command that you use, Nate, when you put it in there? Do you just say uh, the words and then put Bible verse? No, no you can just it. talk like, to it like, normal. Yeah, you just talk to it. So like I um, like right here, I'll do it sometimes. I mean, I can't talk when I'm talking on this, but you, you'll just say like, what's the Bible verse um, about, you know, loving your neighbor, um, not the one in Luke. I'm, I'm looking for something. I think it may be something Paul said, but it's like, you know, love your neighbor and, you know, people will love you. And if you do something like that, um, it will say, oh, okay, I discounted the one in Luke, but when you say Paul, I think you actually mean Peter, and I believe this is the verse, and it will list it. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. That's what I meant, that one. So it does yeah. a really good job of sifting through your 
inaccuracies. Hey, Nate, so I, speaking of, wait, before we go on, speaking of loving your neighbor, I just want to congratulate you for, like, modding real Christians today. That's really awesome of you. I am not playing that game at all, but I appreciate it. That was not, not a game. it at all. <laughs> Wasn't a game. But, um, yeah, because, like, I just, I also want to say, like, Sister Lynn in the chat, we love you so much. And it was horrible what that person did to you that day that said horrible things to you. That was horrific. And m most of us were very horrified by what that person did to you for just saying the truth. So love you, Wait, sis. Did it, oh, did it happen again? No, no, stop. We're not doing that. Everything just happens once. every day. Just watch, like, literally, watch any room besides this one, and it would, it'll never end until Jesus returns. Aaron, I almost meant to ask you. Um, I tried calling Roy the other day because I was thinking about him, and I haven't talked to him for a while. So I was trying to call him, and I was going to be like, hey, where's Roy? But then I see April down there. So, hey, April. April's down so, there. So, yeah. I, I know. So I figured I'll, I'll use her. Hey, April, tell Roy. I tried to call him the other day. I was just calling. I was driving a while. So I was just going to shoot the breeze and catch up. But, Michael, did you um, ever actually say what I called on you for? I forgot. Or were you away? Or Yeah, no. Yeah, I was I was busy for a second. No, I said – so I was sitting – I literally – I turned my TV on last night, and it, it uh, popped onto the news. And it was the story about uh, Francis, something uh, like blessing uh, LGBT couples or something like that. So I whipped up my phone and took a screenshot of it. My wife's in the time. She's like, what the hell are you doing? And I said, just, just, never mind, babe. Um, and, uh, and then I just, just uh, attached it to an email and sent it to you just because I figured it'd be funny. Oh, that's funny. Yep, that was one of the topics. Um, I actually didn't check the email yet. The e like, I can only check the email on my computer. Um, not my phone for some reason i have a hard time like connecting both of them to my phone but <laughs> oh boy where were we um connie oh connie you were saying something a minute ago connie i think were you starting to say something connie oh i was just gonna ask you you probably didn't watch it because you're probably busy but did anybody catch uh the 60 minutes thing on that um uh, ai that google and um IBM and uh, some other powerful uh, people that are up there saying that whoever breaks the AI code and they've got this like sub 400 degrees below zero uh, uh, computer that uh, they will completely take over the whole world economy. Did anybody catch that? Are you talking about I'm the... Sorry, what? Are you talking about the utilization of a quantum computer to make AI? Yeah, yeah, and and they're they've all they're like four or five major companies that are you know well, it's been a, coming on for a long time, but now it looks like it's like a breath away. So, I, I I mean I don't know if that's the case. I mean quantum computing and and its usefulness is is a whole miles away. Um, they say it's going to change everything. So I mean it's go worth going and looking. Uh, check I'm right. moving to Alaska, where it's none quantum. of this can touch me. It's quantum ink already. What does well, that actually, mean? That's like that, quantum, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's why everyone's like, you know, mad at, at Russia. Well, you know, besides like wars and stuff, but because like them and the BRICS and all this other stuff is trying to like get away from like this world currency that's been the you know U.S. dollar forever has been the standard. So now they're trying to like create alternate currencies. Um, <laughs> And depending how far down the rabbit hole you go, um, some people would say that, you know, wars or potential future wars um, would be under false pretenses because of that. 
because uh, you know they they want the world unified under one currency that they can exactly control. So like if governments say, well, hey, you know, we don't want to follow this policy from the UN or whatever, that say, well, you don't have a choice, otherwise you don't have an economy. So if they're trying to create an alternate economy, um, then they don't have that control over those countries. So we've seen crazier things than to say, well, we're going to war because of you know this evil thing they're doing when actually it's because of this currency that they don't want to be controlled. And we find out 30 years later that war was fought uh, because they actually were not doing evil things or they did not have weapons of mass destructions. What? Well, that's all we have time for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Why would you say that, Aaron? Why would you say such a thing about mm. that? <laughs> so does anyone actually up- trust governments in here? That's my question. I love them so much. A hundred percent. Yeah. Totally with my whole heart. They oppress me for my own good. People are talking about quantum ink. Quantum ink isn't a thing. Um, the government's like in the file. Like actual ink, like paper ink, or is that, that doesn't a, make any sense? Quantum ink isn't a thing. What is it supposed to be? What is, what is quantum ink? Like, what's the term even supposed to mean? Like ink? Like isn't that just a company? Ink? I heard they're hiring this month. Actually, oh, it's a, the name of a company supposedly no, that doesn't kidding. exist. <laughs> I was just joking around. <laughs> What is quantum ink? Ziggy, what year this am a I in? Is, is Bernie being kidnapped? Ziggy, what, what year am I in? I'm, I'm here. What is quantum ink supposed to be? Even if it doesn't exist, no, what is it supposed to be? No, it, I mean, the only thing I could think about of what quantum ink would even be is like you would just have ink that is using the properties of quantum mechanics, but it's like that doesn't make sense. Um, oh, so you don't quantum know dot. I call the ink because you, it's already become an ink. You in oh, like incorporated. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about quantum dot. Um, but you can actually put it into ink and just scrape just right on top of somebody's skin. It it will infiltrate the the person's body. So I don't know if you've you know. I've actually like uh, read up on it. Right, and let, I, let and me they ask also, AI, what is quantum ink? If it says hold still, people are going quantum to hold you and right, ask what is quantum dot first. Quantum dot. Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. Look up quantum dot, and it's, it says it's semiconductor. I just put the link in the chat. Particles. I have a quantum dot television. Does that make sense? When it's illuminated so by like, UV light, an elector in the quantum dot can be excited to a state of higher energy. It looks just like another con- type of conductor, essentially. They have um, nano-sized. Uh, it, it's there's a whole entire documentary that I've already watched on it. So yeah, if the, the application: yeah. LEDs, lasers, solar cells, electric transistors, single photon sources. It's a um, it's a like a conductor, essentially, just a, a, tiny particles that act as conductors, which is just a different type. They're just nano. Yeah, I actually studied it. Like it's very, it's size, yeah. But it's it's just nanoparticles apparently. Mm-hmm. But they're already creating certain things that will allow for people to put their cell phone over your hand and know all of your health information and all the stuff. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking. Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, no, instead yeah, of yeah, a they're, chip, they're, you're using ink. Yeah, how they had like someone like the European Union was like going to a grocery store. Of course, it was Europe. 
uh, this like lady was going to a grocery store and she's like at the checkout she's like instagramming she's like look and i just pay for i pay for my groceries by waving my hand in front of a scanner isn't this so amazing i'm like oh my gosh lady like goodness (laughs) legally blonde like i just pay by using this chip in my hand and uh, yeah and michael so I, I just pay for everything I need using a chip in my hand. They have my biomedical. Even if you didn't believe the Bible, man, people should be extremely skeptical of that. Like, you know, a, a good conservative atheist um, should be skeptical of that. Like they have your entire biometrics, your body. They can like, like everything is in a hand that they can scan. Like if that doesn't like raise some red flags, not to mention then the actual Bible and Mark of the Beast stuff in the right hand. But I mean, does that not creep you out at all? Like your government only has the best for you. If they, if you do something out 100%. of mind, they can cut off your account. You can no longer use your hand. Cash is not a thing um, until you like fall in line or report to a center for them to, you know, like debrief you or whatever you've done wrong. It's ironic that it's ironic that 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 someone or, or a group of people that are completely fine with an absolute authoritarian figure have problems with things like this. Okay, wait. <laughs> you have two authoritarian figures in the scenario. One gave their life for you so they could give you all the goodies and you could be cool with them and eternally hang out and exist. You know, just like the, the best father figure parent uh, creator you can ever imagine. And they demonstrated that by their own blood. And then you have another one who it's like every breath you take and turn on the radio or TV, this authoritarian uh system has done something to degrade your rights uh do things to falsely imprison people is trampling over the constitution that they set up and agreed to to uphold they're trampling it you're trampling your rights you're imprisoning people you're taxing them to death and they're talking about how you breathe you're a filthy carbon breather so eventually life is going to have to be exterminated hope you're one of the lucky ones who lives because you're bad for the planet out of those two authority figures you see how a group of people could be totally happy about one and a little skeptical about the other one, right? Um, if only if, if, if it were true, sure. Um, but, you know, but I guess one thing to say, and I mean this somewhat tongue-in-cheek, uh, Nate, come to Canada. Your robes are ready. Oh, Lord, man. It, I mean, it's a toss-up. Like, it's like they're trying to outdo each other to the end. Like every day you, you hear something from like the United States and Canada and it's like, oh, that one's worse. Nope, nope. Now that one's worse. Nope. Now they've outdone each other. Like it's a toss up which country is going to end first. Well, as long as they have Trudeau, everything will be fine. <laughs> I, I forget, Michael, do you, do you like your dear leader or do you have some issues? <clears throat> um, Trudeau's not great. He's not perfect. Uh, he's better than the alternative, who will win in the next federal election. Pierre Polyev will be the next prime minister. What's his name? He's ter- Pierre Polyev. That, that, um, that, that's the guy with the glasses, right? The glasses and yeah, and yeah. Just over? just just look up, just look up French Canadian fascist, and his picture will pop up. Um, <laughs> Why do you think he will win? Like, is he a super ahead in the polls, or when is the election? Um, well, so the so in Canada, the election is called when the when the current prime minister dissolves parliament. Um, so that's probably going to be next year. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's hard to say, but I, I think that, so because, so true. Okay. So there is no political leader that's perfect. That includes your Mandarin Mussolini. Um, <laughs> and, uh, 
And, and so like Trudeau's made mistakes. He's not perfect. He's not perfect by a country mile. Um, but he's much better than the, than the alternative. And so, to, Oh, good. No, no. And so it, it's like the, 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 but it's, it's very, it's very cyclical in Canada. So what happens right now is, is we have, um, so typically when you have a liberal prime minister, most of the provinces end up electing uh, conservative premiers, uh, are, are equivalent to governors. And so when Polyev, if, if, the, if, the, if the trend holds, when Polyev wins, which I believe he will, not because he's better, but because of things that Trudeau did, because Trudeau's not perfect, um, then I believe that more provinces will, will elect uh, liberal premiers. And this is just the way the cycle tends to work in Canada. So when you say this dude is a uh, is a total fascist, is that because he says things like men can't have babies, or um, is that because he's like um, my way or internment camps? Right. So so what Polyev wants to do is is basically like so he wants to he's one of the first people and it's, it's weird. Cause I still don't think he'll actually do it because I think that'll be the key to him getting elected. One of the things that he said he wanted to do was look at privatizing portions of our healthcare. He, he, he will change his stance in order to get elected because no politician would ever get elected in Canada if they threatened to touch our healthcare. Um, so he, he will change his stance in order to get elected. Um, so that's, that's one thing, but he's also about a lot of, uh, deregulation, which I'm not, I'm not behind any type of regulation, but when there are, but I'm behind certain types of regulations, like regulations to, for example, uh, incentivize public transit, right? Because we know the public transit, uh, is, is a, is a good thing. Um, and, and I'm, I'm also a, somewhat on board with things you said before, Nate, like, like all carbon is not bad, right? We are carbon-based you know, entities. So all carbon is not bad. But we do know that certain types, like the burning of fossil fuels, is less ideal for our atmosphere. So he's, he's against, you know, he's against the incentivizing of things like public transit, would, which would reduce um, carbon emissions, the, the bad types of carbon emissions, things like this, and various other things that, that probably won't make a lot of sense to you just because you don't live in Canada. So things like that. Hmm. Well, speaking of dictators, I wanted to like throw a thought, a thought out there. Can you imagine if like Mussolini, Pinochet, Stalin, Hitler had access to the Google da database? Like for real. If they had access to the Google database, what they would do to the population? All they, need is tick, all they need is TikTok and we'd be, we'd be doomed. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if Hitler, they wouldn't need a Gestapo. You know what I mean? No need. Mm -hmm. It's all mm -hmm. right there because your data is all there who you're married to what size underwear you wear like everything is right there right so think about you know end times and how that all this this technology is going to help the b system this is this is a curiosity to me um so 
I'm, I'm hoping you meant it somewhat tongue in cheek, but do you really care? Like what's the danger in the government knowing what size underwear you wear? Oh no, the underwear doesn't matter. So, so let, let, let me ask, let me use um, <laughs> the danger is that they can round out people just because of, of, of characteristics they don't like, uh, like they did in Germany. They're just a list of names and they just put them in a ghetto. And then they started running them up and put them in the concentration camp and exterminating people at masses. Um, that's that's the danger. Well, yeah, I mean, so that could underwear I mean, that, that could happen now. I mean, that could happen now based on like just the information contained on the back of your driver's license. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the less we easier. give them, <laughs> the less we give them is better. I'm 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 more I'm more for small government. Oh, oh, so you don't like government involvement in, in like your daily life? I don't. Here it comes. Great. So, great. so, so you don't think the government should be involved in telling pe like what people can get married, right? That that would be totally wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. The the government, the government, like yeah, the federal government should not be involved in who should be married. Um, the the the, the uh, federal government should not be involved in um, uh, what I eat, what I don't eat, what medicine I take, what medicine I don't take. I think that I think local communities should be involved in that. Like my local, so local, I, so local government should be telling you what you can do. But, but local, no communities. It's not government. It's local communities. For example, for example, it's 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 almost like a like a community structure. A community structure. Yeah. Okay, and if you're okay, because that that sounds close to, and if the majority says one thing, then we don't allow X, Y, or Z. No, because so so the people who are involved in directly educating my children, the people who are involved in directly, you know, directly putting criminals in jail in my community should, you know, should have a say on what happens in my community. That's that sh that should trump anything else. Where's the li where's the limit to that say? Like like should a local community be able to tell? Like so you don't think the federal government should be able to limit who mm -hmm. marries who? Should a community be able to? Yeah. Right. So so it so it's like I, yeah that 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 dangles that that starts to get very close to you know rules rules for thee but not for me kind of thing right so it's it, it it's like your what you're and i shouldn't say what you're suggesting it sounds like what you're suggesting is that the majority gets to decide who can do what and who can't do what no, that's which 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 small, which gets very which can Michael, be very close in small to. communities. Real quick, real quick, in small communities, yeah. if in smaller communities where they're not ginormous, millions of mil in smaller communities, there's more, um, there's more control, and there's there's more uh, control of who's actually robbing who. The corruption doesn't get to the point that it of you know in billions and trillions. The situation is more. Um, it's easier to follow the, the money trail, so to speak. And so if you don't like what that small community stands for, you can just go to another community, right? So what he's saying is communities can create, if, if let's say there could be an atheist community, right? Since you're an atheist, you could be a part of that atheist community. And um, so okay. I'm just... It, okay, yeah. that's interesting. So let's, let, let's carry that through. So... Um, Austin, Texas, right? Mm -hmm. Within the within the hellhole that is Texas, there's this little bastion of secularity known as Austin. Mm -hmm. um, 
Should Austin, because it's 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 mostly secular, be able to say within the town of Austin, no more churches, because the majority has decided no, we don't want churches. No, that's why we have a constitution. Oh, so, right. So, wait, so it's wait, only when it wait, so it's federal, only when it, no, when it, no, no. When it disagrees with you. But no, let me say, let me say one more thing, and then I, I, I hang, hang on. Let, let me say one thing, and then I've got to run. Uh, you guys can stay. Um, but I, I think Michael, something that's getting lost is it's not saying like how much people, what people can do, like must do, but I, I would say what Malik says, but like regulate them freedoms. So like uh, instead of if you're sick as a community, we say you can only take these medicines. I, I don't agree with that. Um, I, I would say as a community, we say there's no limit to medicines you can take. So it's like, I, I would say like enforce freedoms so you can do, you know, so you can do it that way instead of the way it sounds like we're talking about it, which is more like, rigid and like more red tape i would advocate for the other so it's like you know you can have all churches you can have all medicines you can have you know which gets to what malik said which is less government more than like specifically your government says you have to do this 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 it's like your government says we're going to enforce that you have more freedoms and the government will stay out of it less anyways that's interesting interesting so then you're okay with baphomet statues all over the place well, you should have been here about an hour and a half ago, and you would know the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, w- w- works. Uh, works a hell of a thing. Um, so, because <laughs> like it's it, it's. I interrupted. If here. you're o- if you're okay with one, and not mm-hmm. the other, then all you're saying is is the majority gets to decide who they discriminate against. What you're asking about is what are you going to do about tyranny of the masses, and the answer to that is that's not at all what I'm asking. Well, it is, because what you're saying is if there's a majority of atheists, can they push out all the churches? If the majority of Christians, can they push out all the non-Christians? Well, that's actually what Malik said. 